Hello, hello. Good evening, everyone. Um, so today I'm going to be um, talking about kingdom marriages. Um, so pretty much, fellas, when you are looking for a wife or when you are trying to find a mate, make sure that you are not marrying a spoiled brat. Make sure that you are marrying a woman who does not mind being submissive. Um, we we as women got to get out of this um, independent woman mentality. Um, I'm not saying you can't have a mind of your own. I'm not saying that, you know, you can't have your own personality. You can't be an individual. I'm saying that even with being an individual, you still have to have the mind of Christ. You still have to obey the word. Um, and one of the things that I, I was in prayer again today, and uh, one of the things that God revealed to me as I was praying. Um, he was just showing me, you know, sometimes when you are a spoiled brat and when you are used to having all of the attention on you, when you're used to everything being about you, it's hard for you to come together with someone, even if that someone is your mate or your spouse, and have that attention off of you. Because when you get married, it's not going to be about you. The two shall become one. That's what the word says. So all of that, you know, and one of the things that God was revealing to me is the two. You can't be in competition with your spouse. Like it's not I'm more anointed. I'm, I know more word and I'm more educated in the things of God than you are. I, you know, I have more power and authority than you are. Like, no, we, we not we don't move like that. You know, and the, if the two shall become one, why are we in competition? Anytime you're in competition, there's jealousy, there's envy. And how can we operate on one accord if we are a house divided against each other? And I'm going to give you guys some scriptures to back this up. Um, sometimes when we marry someone who is a slave to attention or who is used to having their way all the time, and being pacified and being baby. That's one of the reasons why, ladies, we have to grow up. And, and men, too, we have to grow up as people of God. If we, we want to get married, we want to be married, and we want a lasting marriage. We want a happy marriage. You know, you want a marriage founded on the word. Some people are married and saved and still miserable because they're not submitting their marriage to the word of God. They're not, you know, um, in alignment with the will of God for their marriage. And so I'm going to start with Matthew um, chapter 12, verse 25. It says, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every house or city divided against itself will not stand. So with that being said, if we're in a marriage and we're supposed to be one, because it says in Mark 10, 8, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. So I got, I got to see myself and this other person as one. Okay. So if we are one and I am in competition or I am thinking of myself as more important than my spouse or my opinion is more important. How I feel is more important. My ministry is more important. My business is more important. You know, my voice is more important. Um, if I, if I have, you know, set the standard of division in my marriage, 
How can I expect any fruitfulness to come from that marriage? How can I expect there to be unity? How can I expect there to be love? Love is not founded on division. And so we have here also in James 3.16, this is the Amplified version. It says, for where there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there is disorder, unrest, rebellion, and every evil thing, and morally, de uh, morally degrading practice. So, once again, if I am married and we are, we are both saved and we're struggling for power inside of the household, we, you know, the woman, she wants to, she wants, she has a ministry, he has a ministry. We have to learn how to allow those ministries to become one. And allow God to teach us how to flow and operate as one. It shouldn't be no, I know more than you or I know how to pray. I got. I walk in more authority. I walk in more power than you. So you can't tell me what God said. You can't tell me, you can't correct me on this word because I know more worthy. You know, no, the two shall become one. If I know something, my man going to know something too, because I'm going to put him up on game. Whatever the Holy Spirit reveals to me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure that I share it with my significant other because guess what? The two shall become one. We won. So whatever I know, whatever God has put me up on, I'm going to make sure that I share it. Whatever you know, I know. Whatever I know, you know, because the two shall become one. I'm going to teach you what I learned. You're going to teach me what you learned. We're going to share. It ain't no you better than me and I'm better than you and I'm no more worth than you. My ministry is great. No, our, it's our ministry. It's the Lord's ministry, but we're going to operate in this oneness. Stop taking these voices away from these men. Stop taking and we 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 just we stripping we, we enabling these men to be little boys sometimes because. We are taking them out of their rightful place as men of the household, as the leaders of the household. And we, as women, we don't want to submit. I don't care how many businesses you have. I don't care how, you know, financially well off you are. The word is still the word. Okay, Ephesians 5, chapter 5, 22 through 24 says, Wives, be subject to your own husbands as a, as a service to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, himself being the savior of the body. But as the church is subject to Christ, so also wives should be subject to their husbands in everything, respecting both their position as protector and their responsibility to God as head of the household. Head of the household, there is no way, there's no reason why your man of God can't correct, should, should not be able to correct you. Your man of God should be able to speak in his home with authority. Now, I'm not talking about in an abusive manner. I'm not talking about you subject to where you can't just, you know what I'm saying? You got to do everything he say and jump at everything he say, but respect your husband. Respect him, submit to him, especially if he is following Christ, especially if what he's telling you is, is, is right. But a lot of the times we don't know, we don't even give our, give the man the opportunity to lead. We're so busy trying to be self-sufficient. We're so busy trying to be these high power women that 
we're not giving the men the opportunity to lead us. And I, I'm speaking on this because I, I mean, this is, a, I'm, I've asked myself this in a marriage, how would I be in a marriage having to kind of do run the household on my own? You know, running the household on your own, you're a single woman, you, you know what I'm saying? You're running your house on your own and there's no man in the household. So at some point you have to adjust, you have to adapt, you have to learn how to submit. When you're so used to doing things on your own, when you're so used to, you know what I'm saying, everything being on you. How is it going to be when a man comes in and he's the head? So these are questions I had to ask myself. And these are places I had to grow out of because I can't be a spoiled brat and unwilling to submit. Because then the word is against me. And we want to take the world's perspective of a wife and think that we doing something no baby there's a word to live by we have a word we have a standard if you're a woman of God and you're a wife you have a standard on your life as a wife and the standard is this word we got to stop trying to be married and living like the world when we're you know we're saved we got to live uncompromised in our marriage do the word and we wonder why we wonder why there's so much disorder. We wonder why there's so much, you know, um, rebellion. We wonder why there's so much just um, crazy stuff going on inside of the house. Are you lined up with this word as it pertains to your marriage? It's, it's, marriage is a responsibility. It's a responsibility to God. If you're wondering why the stuff in the home is going crazy, kids going crazy, stuff out of order, out of whack, check how you're treating your spouse. Are you and your spouse on one accord? Are you and your spouse praying together? Are you and your spouse in the word, setting aside time to seek God apart from each other and together? It is responsibility to God. You guys have a responsibility. Not only do I have to make sure that I have an intimate relationship with God for myself, but I got to make sure that me and my husband, we come together as one and we going to seek the Lord too together. But you can't be in competition with your mate, comparing ministries, comparing anointings. Come on now, that anointing you got, that's my anointing too. We won. Okay, them two anointings, they coming together, they one. We operating under an even more powerful anointing because the two shall become one. That's how you got to see it. I can't see myself apart from my husband and think that we going to conquer and think that we going to be blessed. Because I'm seeing myself divided from him. I'm I, My house is divided. I got to see myself as him. The two shall become one. We won. It's time to get order back in the marriage. How do we get order back in the marriage? We, we follow this word. God has given us instruction through this word as to how our marriage is supposed to go, as to how to have a successful marriage under him, in him. If you have a pride issue, you have an air, you arrogant, you're too arrogant to submit to that man, you need to get before the Lord, get a heart change, and learn how to submit to your husband. Now, I'm not saying follow your husband to hell. I'm not saying, you know, if he leading you away from God. No, definitely don't follow him. I'm talking about kingdom marriages, people who are saved, people who, you know, are living for God. But their marriage is a mess. 
we gotta we gotta um we gotta get back to the basics of the word i'm not a married woman but i'm in preparation and these are things that god has put on my heart to speak on today we have to start having some type of order and structure in our relationships and that that this goes for any relationship right here though where there's jealousy and envy there you will find every kind of evil in a relationship there has to be unity if there is division that union cannot stand the word says a kingdom divided against itself it cannot stand any union that's set up on division and jealousy you're not just going to find jealousy and envy you're going to find every evil and vile practice that's what the word says and guess what it's not going to last it's not going to be able to stand because it's 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 a it's, it's divided It's divided. You got a relationship. You got a friendship. You shouldn't be comparing anointings. Okay. We, I mean, the kingdom, it, we, we're a body. We're supposed to work together. We're not supposed to be in competition, comparing anointings, comparing gifts and comparing, you know, ministries. No, no, the ministry, the ministries are not ours. They're God's. I think that's where we, we go. We went wrong. We have, Get, God has given us these ministries and we have taken ownership of them as if they're ours. No, they're his. We're just stewards of them. That's all. I'm just a steward of God's work. I'm just a steward of this word. I'm just a steward of this ministry. It's not mine. It's his. So if you want to be in competition with him, go ahead. It ain't even mine to be in competition with. It's his. So take the competing on somewhere else. I don't like, I'm not, I mean, we can't work together if there is competition. And if there's competition, we'll never make it far because we'll always be destroyed by the division. The enemy's plan is to divide and conquer. Where there's, where there's division, you will find the enemy. His, his hands is somewhere in that. And he's doing his work. As long as he can divide, he can conquer. So, um, I hope this word helps somebody and their marriage, you know. And if you're not married, I pray that this word reaches you in a time where you are preparing and you're allowing God to teach you how to submit to him because Jesus is our bridegroom. And I pray that you are at a, a time where you are learning how to submit. Submission starts with him first. You know, it does. We can't go into marriages thinking that we gonna be these perfect wives and we ain't submitted to the, the, the one. We gotta submit to the one first. And then we submit to the two, okay? Submit to Jesus first. Love on him first. Fall in love with him first. Let him woo you. Let him date you. Let him court you first. And then when that man comes, you already ready. You already ready. Amen.